Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. This episode of Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood is brought to you by my fellow sprinkle aficionado and book author, Amira Kasem. Flower shop founder and flowerist, Amira Kasem is an artist at heart and cake is her medium. As lovers of all things celebration and sprinkles, we are thrilled to partner with Amira and spread the word about her three available books, The Power of Sprinkles Cookbook, The Magical Land of Birthdays, and Bake a Rainbow Cake. Hey mamas, welcome back to Just Add Sprinkles. Yes, hi friends. Today we're discussing a topic that tends to cause a little bit of a reaction, doesn't it, Steph? Yeah, good or bad. <laughs> yeah. um, generally, probably a little bit of mom guilt in this because yes. we're talking about screen time and not when it go- comes to our kids' screen usage. But yeah, I don't feel any to- guilt about the time my kids spend on the screen. <laughs> it's my screen time in front of them that I have a lot of guilt about, let's be honest. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And this was a subject that I was really excited to interview our guest about because I do feel like it's one of those um, topics that, you know, we really should be talking about and we should be doing something about, but we just don't want to a lot of the time. Yeah. Our guest today is Arlene Pelican, and she's really an expert on this topic of how to properly use technology in front of your kids, obviously setting an example and then making sure they know that they're prioritized. And she just has some really great practical tips for us on this. Yep. So she's a speaker and an author of several books, including uh, Parents Rising, 31 Days to Happy Husband, and Growing Up Social. She's also a mom to three kiddos and lives in San Diego, California. Yeah. Another book she wrote, Calm, Cool, and Connected, Five Digital Habits for a More Balanced Life, really impacted me personally. And we're just thrilled to have her on our podcast today. Yeah, we definitely are. So here's my conversation with Arlene Pelican. Arlene, welcome to the Just Add Sprinkles podcast. It's great to be with you, Stephanie. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's so fun to have a fellow podcaster on the podcast. Yay, it's very good. Yay. Well, uh, I have been anxiously awaiting this conversation because I think the topic we're going to talk about today and just technology and our use of it um, as moms uh, is so important, but admittedly, terrifying at the same time to really like peek in at it yeah it's one of those things where it's like oh let's talk about this but I really don't want to (laughs) I really don't (laughs) let this let this be about someone else can this not be about me right now yes yeah for sure and you know what I think it's probably important for us to just start and recognizing that like we're two podcasters so it's not like Arlene and I are anti-technology at all yeah It's really about, so I love to tell people it's okay, take a deep breath. Like these are really cool tools that you can say, oh, I need to know about, you know, this school. And then all of a sudden you can find out these facts or I need to navigate because I'm visiting another city. Like that's really cool that you have GPS. Like these are great things. But what we've done is we've turned these tools and instead of just being like a one use thing, like, oh, I'm just going to use this as my map and I'm going to put it down. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing that, it's like, oh, look, it does so many other things, too. 
And then all of a sudden, before we know it, we're spending all this time with our devices and people around us are like, hello. So that's what we're really questioning is how are we using them and how can we be more, more proactive to declutter that screen time so that we can amp up our relationship time. Yeah, for sure. Well, now in your book, um, Calm, Cool and Connected, uh, you refer to our cell phones as digital pacifiers. Yes. Um, Like, how have we come to rely on it so much? I'm curious what you would say to that. Yes, like these little binkies that we must have at all times. Yeah. My daughter, Lucy, my youngest is in fifth grade, and we were on our way to school one day and out of a house popped out like a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and both of them were holding their iPads. I'm straight, you know, straight right in front of them walking down their driveway. And Lucy said, oh, mom, that's so sad. And I was like, well, what's so sad about it, dear? And she said, look, they can't even walk to the car without their little iPad. Oh. You know, and so we see it in kids, right? Yeah. We see like, oh, the kid always has their device, like a little binky, like a little security blanket. But moms, we do it too. So that's how we also have these little digital binkies, digital pacifiers that we feel like, oh, you know, if we're far away from it, what are we missing? Or maybe someone can't reach me or what if I need it, you know? And so you can test yourself if you think of it as a binky or not by asking a few questions like, If you went to work and your phone wasn't essential, you know, you could get to your job, you could do your things, like you could do it without your phone, you'd survive. Would you be okay with that? You know, if you have a day off and your boss knows that you're unreachable for four hours, is that okay with you that you don't have your phone with you for four full hours? And you'll kind of know, like, I couldn't do that for four full hours without my phone, you know, and that'll, that'll give you a little test of how much you need it like a binky or if it's just a nice tool in your toolbox. Right. Now it is interesting when I don't even know who um, I heard talking about this idea, but the fact that to your point with the little ones and our kiddos in our homes, uh, you know, they're the first generation of kids that haven't known life without a cell phone in Mm -hmm. both of their parents' hands at all times. Yeah. pretty much. Um, and that's kind of sad, you know, to me. Um, but you you think like, no wonder why they have prone to addiction because yeah. they see us doing yeah. it and modeling it all the time ourselves. And if anything, that is the sobering thought that makes us think like, wait a minute, you know, because our addictions become their addictions and yeah. the things that we model become normal to them. Mm-hmm. And so if we would just roll back and say, wait a minute, this is not normal that if someone comes in, gets, comes home, that we're just like, hey, you know, we like, don't move. We're just still staring at our computer, staring at the video game, staring at whatever we're watching, you know, that's not normal. Like it would yeah. be more normal for someone to come home and you to say, oh, welcome home. How was your day? I mean, it takes 30 seconds. But so just for us to reject what looks quote unquote normal to say, wait a minute, this is not normal to be in a restaurant as a family and not talk together. Like, that's not normal. And we have to reclaim those spaces. So I really do think part of being calm, cool, and connected is saying, okay, things like greeting one another. Like, we will put our devices down. We will talk to each other. We will hug each other, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, at a mealtime. Like, we will do this device-free, even with a five-year-old, even with a seven-year-old. And we're going to train them up that we can do this. And not only can our kids do it, but hey, mom, can you do it? You know, so challenge yourself. Like, you go through the meal. And and sit on your phone if you need to. It's like you'll feel that it vibrates, but don't pick it up, you know. So challenge yourself so that you know, hey, wait a minute. I am not centered around this phone. I mm-hmm. am centered around my family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's a good point. Actually, one of the questions I had for you is, are there key times in our lives or our days that kind of removing the technology element of it is more important? Yeah. Yes. I think the first thing in the morning, last thing at night, you know, because we tend to have the phone right next to us, like on our nightstand or something really easily accessible. And it's the first thing we grab in the morning. And so for us to think, wait a minute, before I do that, let me do something else, mm-hmm. whether it is a quiet cup of coffee, whether it is reading a book, whether it is talking to your family, you know, but we tend to, if that's the first thing you see, it's like, oh my goodness, look, I have so much to do. You're already starting on this like <gasps> frantic pace, you know, instead of just, you know what, that can wait for 15 minutes. And then of course, the last thing at night. So for instance, if you're married, you might've used to go to bed talking to your spouse, you know, or hugging or kissing or you know what, you know, oh, wow. <laughs> but to now it's like, oh, look at this. We watch TV until it's right time to drop off. Or we look at our phones back to back. You know, it's like, wait a minute, that's not good either. Right. And with our children, that that bedtime, that moment of I love you, good night. Is there anything you're concerned about that you want to talk to me about? You know, can I pray for you? Things like that. That's how you want that night to end for your child instead of, turn off your iPad, turn off that game. It's time to go to bed. Like you don't want that to be the last thing they see. So if you can reform the bookends, the beginning of the day and the end of the day, that's a great place to start. And then those meal times in between. And then if you have school-age children, really make that time you have with them sacred. You know, now I have a high schooler and he bikes to school. He leaves in the morning at like 6, 640. Mm. Uh, He has practice for something called quiz bowl. It's kind of like Jeopardy for kids. So he doesn't get home till 530. I mean, that's a long time Mm -hmm. for him to be away. And so when he gets home at 530, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm now I'm catching up on my work. You know, that's my time with him. Yeah. So when he gets home at 530. And so just think of your kids when they come home from school, man, that's the time you step away from the work. You step away from social. You step away from the YouTube videos. And it's like, we're going to have dinner. Yeah. We're going to go play pool. We're going to like have a short card game. Like we're going to do something together as a family, even if it's for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, you have spouted out a lot of incredible wisdom. I, my mind's reeling as I think <laughs> of a lot of things that I've read, um, you know, specifically the, those morning hours and how yeah. tempting it is to grab our phones right at the beginning. But uh, I know research has proven that that first five to 10 minutes um, of the each day, like our minds suck in that information yeah. there. It's stickier at that time of the day. And so, uh, immediately either going to work tasks or, uh, heaven forbid social media and scrolling mindlessly those first right. five to 10 minutes, right. uh, don't do that can really set our minds up for tendencies towards comparison and us feeling like, gosh, we're not measuring up. Uh, and that's no place to start our days, you know? So yeah. that's, just one of many reasons, uh, let alone I know the research also says on the other side of the day that like watching something on your phone or looking at your phone can actually negatively impact your sleep. Yep. I love sleep. Me too. Let's go. Yes. I literally am like, I will just put my phone down just so I can sleep better. (laughs) It's like, I don't want to have to have a hard time nodding off. It's like, no way. And you know, and I will give you a, a mom confession 
So in the morning, I do touch my phone for two reasons. Mm -hmm. I touch it to look at the weather because my son bikes to school. So I want to see like, is rain in the forecast? And I look at texts to see, did a friend, like my my kids don't have phones. That's another subject for another day. So I'll look, did someone text him? Because sometimes he writes to school with a friend. So I will do it for those two reasons. And then I kind of, I love to think of the phone as a hot potato, like just get the thing out of your hand. So, okay, I've checked the weather. His friend did not text and I put the phone down. So you just have to kind of have that in mind. Like, Mm. what am I going to use this for? And then get rid of it. Mm. And so I just give that as a little, you know, sometimes people are thinking, well, wait a minute, I have to do this. Right. So do the this and then put it away for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is. Yeah. And it does require discipline, you know, (laughs) like all of what we're talking about, I think um, is discipline innate, you know, just naturally. But um, one of the quotes that you have in your book that I love is from Os Guinness. And it talks about the, and he says, the negative, negative freedom is freedom from freedom from oppression, whether it's a colonial power or addiction to alcohol oppressing you, you need to be freed from negative freedom. Positive freedom is freedom for freedom to be. And that's what's routinely ignored today. So I feel like what we're talking about is positive freedom, like what we're giving ourselves freedom for and freedom to be, which I love. It's so good because think of all the minutes that you are going to reclaim that you can do something else. Right. And so because at the end of your life, no one's going to be like, oh, if I had only had more followers, you know, right. (laughs) Oh, if I had only had more podcast downloads. Oh, if I had only, you know, no one's going to say that. So we are having this freedom for living a life that you're not regretting how you're spending your time with your family. You're not regretting the things that you're learning, the things, the skills, hobbies, et cetera, that you're doing. So mm-hmm. that that's so good. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, uh, so in your book, you came up with the acronym HABIT. Uh, so can you walk me through what yeah. which each letter stands for and how that sure. um, relates to our use of technology? Yeah, and we'd referenced discipline earlier. And, you know, a lot of it is the discipline just to get started. But then you automate things. It's just Mm. habits. So that way it's not like, oh, let me think about putting down my phone. You just do it because it's become now your new habit. So the H is hold down the off button so that there's certain times in the day where you either literally turn your phone off. I know it does have an off button (laughs) or that you are putting it in another room, you know, so like, for instance, charging your phone in another room overnight. That's a way to hold off the off button. Mm. So there's a time where it's not accessible to you. Mm -hmm. Um, The A in habit is always put people first. So when you have a device in your hand and someone like a little kid in your hand, you're going to pick the kid every time. So always put people first. The B is brush daily. We brush our teeth daily. So this is the idea of live with a clean conscious. There are so many things, dark things we can do online, whether it is something, you know, as dark as uh, stealing, pornography, you know, having an affair, you know, all these really things, or as things that are more acceptable, like wasting a lot of time on social media, buying lots of shoes on Amazon, you yeah. know, or whatever. So just ask yourself, the brush daily is this idea of, is my character reflected well in the way I use my online, my online life? You know, so just reflecting back on that. And then the I inhabit is I will go online with purpose. And that's like what we talked about. Like, I'm going to check the weather and I'm going to check if I got any text and I'm going to put it away. So it's like, you know exactly what you're going to do with your device before you get on and you're focused. And when you're done, you get off. 
And then the T is take a hike, which means get outside. So much of our sadness, depression, lethargy is just because we are sitting in front of a computer for eight hours. We feel awful. So take a hike means, you know, every hour, get up, use the bathroom, take a water break. Every three hours, get some fresh air for five minutes, come on back, you know, so just, and then in your regular life, have times where it's like, oh, we're going to take a family hike or we're going to do this sport together or we're going to run, whatever your thing is, but Mm -hmm. just get out there and get moving. Yeah. Well, uh, I, that is a soapbox of mine and getting outside and girl, Arlene lives in California, but I live in Minnesota. Yeah. So any of you that are like, but I don't live in a climate that I really want to be outside. I tell you what, getting outside though, even if it's cold, you just bundle up. It yeah. is so good for your soul. Yeah. Um, I, and I'm watching out the window as the snow is coming down, and it is beautiful, but it, there is this part that's like, right. I don't know if I want to go out there right now. Exactly. It's <laughs> a lot of effort. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell you what, it really does provide such like yeah. needed refreshment uh, for our souls. And I leave my phone at home a lot of the times when I go for yeah. a short little walk because I just need to disconnect. Yeah, yeah that's great. See, so if you could do it in Minnesota, wherever you are, you can do it too. I tell you what, that's why I said that. I was like, totally. anyone, anyone that's yeah. saying, yeah, she could say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 70 degrees, big deal. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. can do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, for sure. This episode of Just Add Sprinkle Celebrating Motherhood is brought to you by a fellow Sprinkle aficionado and book author, Amira Kasim. Mega popular flower shop founder, Amira Kasim's new books bring something fun for everyone in the family. Lift the flaps on Bake a Rainbow Cake with your littlest ones. Explore the magical land of birthdays with your tweens. And get creative in the kitchen with the whole family with her best-selling cookbook, The Power of Sprinkles. Clearly, we're big fans of that one. (laughs) Bake a Rainbow Cake comes out on February 25th with wheels to spin, flaps to open, and tabs to pull. This board book is perfect for little bakers. In this interactive board book, create Flower Shop's incredible rainbow explosion cake that when cut, spills out a stream of sparkly sprinkles, turn a wheel to mix the batter, lift a flap to open the oven and pull a tab to frost the cake and then release the glittery contents. So turn off the tech, turn on the oven and jump into the delicious world of books from Amira Kasim. Learn more at abramsbooks.com slash sprinkles. That's abrams, A-B-R-A-M-S, books.com slash sprinkles. Now back to Steph. And our lead. I have to imagine that there are some moms listening that are nodding their heads and they're thinking, gosh, I am definitely addicted to technology. Um, and I love those suggestions. But is there any other encouragement that you might give uh, a mom in particular that is like, I'm addicted. I need to figure out something, you know, don't, a way to change. Yeah, don't stay in, your, in the place that you're at. Because so many times we're like, oh, I wish I could do it. I've got these good intentions. I want to do better, but we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. So get to the place where it's like, okay, I'm like kind of sick of being addicted. Like I'm done. Like I don't have to live this way. So kind of get to that point where you're so frustrated with it that you're ready. Like it's going to hurt me more if I don't change. Mm-hmm. So I better change. So kind of get in that, get that game face on, like I'm going to change. And then think, okay, what would this look like? Like kind of dream about what would you like to look like? Think of it through your children's eyes. What kind of mom, what kind of presence would you like them when they're grown up to say, oh, my mom, she 
you know, she saw me, she paid attention to me, she laughed at my joke, she cared about me, she cooked with me, whatever it is, like kind of get there and then think, okay, how can I act in that way? And, you know, and I wouldn't give yourself a million things to do. That's kind of overwhelming. So maybe your step would be, okay, I'm going to not have my phone. Like I'll give my phone to my kids and I'll be like, okay, kids during mealtime, I know mommy has a, has trouble checking your texts and, and, you know, making comments on things. So you know what? I'm going to give you my phone to guard over mealtime. And they'll be like, yeah, you know, you know, yeah. et cetera. So make it fun, but have some kind of action step that's specific that, okay, this is what I'm going to do with mealtime, or I'm not going to sleep with it next to my bed anymore, or I'm going to have a friend who's good at this, and I'm going to talk with them once a month, and I'm going to ask them like for advice. You know, So just kind of have that, what's my next step in mind, mm -hmm. and then do it, and you're going to start seeing, give yourself something where you can win, so you feel like, I can do this. Instead of like, don't give yourself like, I'm going to go all weekend long, and then you fail, you know? Yeah. But go, hey, I'm going to go from morning to lunchtime on yeah. Saturday without checking social, without checking email. I'm going to be completely present with my kids. And just you'll be like, wow, I feel like a different person. Yeah. So give yourself that specific thing that you're going to do and do it. Yeah. There was a period of time where um, my kids would get paid money if they <laughs> noticed my husband or I on the phone during dinner. <laughs> That is because so we're, funny. we're like, you know that. what? Like, we need something I that love feels that. like it's going to hurt, you know? Totally. Um, so they're going to keep us accountable. And I guess they're <gasps> going to benefit from this. I love that. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I think that's all really, really good. But uh, now I also am thinking of there's lots of moms that uh, work, uh, you know, primarily on technology. And so they really are dependent on using their phones or their computers yeah. like a decent amount of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, do you have any practical suggestions for someone that's in that situation? Yeah. You know, my husband works as a realtor. And so a lot of his time is at home mm -hmm. and he's got it on his office doors. It'll say office hours, nine to six. And it's kind of, you know, a it's joke. kind of funny. Yeah, with the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it is that idea when you work a lot with technology, whether you go to an office or you work from home or a different space, is that discipline to say, because we're all this way. Just think of a kid with homework. You know, when a kid has homework, it's like, oh yeah, I'm still doing homework. They're watching YouTube videos. Oh, I'm still doing my homework. You know, they're like on social media, whatever, mm -hmm. because they know they have this time. And then all of a sudden, if you were to say, oh, you only have 15 minutes, period. Then all of a sudden, oh, look, they got their homework done. How nice. You mm -hmm. know, we're all that way that we look at stuff, that we look at articles, we watch the news, like we're doing all this stuff throughout the day. So if we can become more honest with ourselves, more focused and realize, wow, I waste a lot of time when I'm working. I do. Yeah. Like when you're writing a book, believe me, the last thing you want to do is write the chapter. So you're like, oh, <laughs> let me do some research. And then, you know, I'm looking up these articles and then it's like, oh, wow, what's that about? You know? Yeah. So it is that being more ruthless at work to say, nope, I am going to get my work done in this allotted time, like almost a race with yourself. Mm -hmm. So that way, when my kids are home, when my spouse is home, I can like, be home. Like, I don't have to say, oh, I still have to get my work done because yeah. I got it done three hours ago. So a lot of it is learning. So get business books, get attention books, get, you know, get things done kind of books and learn like, how can I, you know, do the hardest thing first 
And then the easier stuff lasts. You know, mm-hmm. I'm still working on this. Like I am the kind of person that checks email every 10 minutes because it's kind of exciting. Like, you know, <laughs> what did I get? Yeah. But to realize my word, I do not have to check it that often. I can check it twice a day and it's going to be just fine. And I'm still trying to get there. So yeah. just look at your workday and think to yourself, how can I be more productive, more focused mm-hmm. so I don't have to make this bleed into my my family life? Right. No, well, I, I love all of those tips and you've got a lot more great insight in your book. So for those of you that are interested, pick it up. It's Calm, Cool and Connected by Arlene Pelican. So uh, Arlene, we're going to finish this time together with what we call our Just Add Sprinkles mom poll. So three quick questions, uh, easy. Um, one, the first question is, what's a great book, movie or show that you recently discovered? Ooh, a great book, movie or show that I recently discovered. Well, this is so this is so not recent. I, I you, you have to edit this out because the only thing that came to my mind was The Greatest Showman. Oh, because I because <laughs> I keep thinking of how much I want to see Hugh Jackman in The Music Man. Oh, so, <laughs> so I guess I guess actually that does relate. So yeah. the show that I would have discovered yeah. is The Music Man okay. that's going to be on Broadway in New York City yeah. in the fall. And I am just like, oh, my goodness, I want to see that so bad. <laughs> No, um, it will be amazing for sure. Um, Okay. What is the last thing that you ordered on Amazon? Oh, that's so funny. Okay. So this is a great, this is perfect for our moms. So my daughter, Noelle, is in eighth grade. And so she wears tank tops um, underneath like a button down flannel looking shirt, right? Right. So my husband comments, honey, what is our child wearing? Like when she leans over, like you can see stuff. Like Ooh. that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the tank top, it fits her, yeah. but it's just one of those little camis. Yeah. And it's a little too, it's just fits. But then yeah. when you you go down, it's like, okay. So my husband's just like, what is this? And so he has tasked me. And, and, and I'm kind of like defending like, well, that's what girls do, dear. They wear tank tops and then they wear these little flannel shirts over them and it's cute. Yeah. So he's tasked me with getting like a decent tank top so that when you bend over, it like stays with you. So that's what I ordered my attempt on Amazon, a decent tank top. We'll see how it goes. For your eighth grader. For my eighth grader. You yes. know, Amazon really does have everything. Um, I ordered it yesterday and it's coming today. Like, it's crazy to me. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> it is such a godsend. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, my last question um, is maybe a little bit more sentimental, but the theme of our podcast is um, celebrating motherhood and all, whatever that means to you. And so my question for you is, how are you celebrating your motherhood these days? Oh, I love planning trips with my kids that delight them because, but, but they're also things that delight me. <laughs> so we kind of pick things together. Yeah. So, so if I, I work as a speaker, so when I go to like a cool city, then yeah. I like to take turns and bring my kids. So I just brought my oldest son, Ethan, who is a sophomore in high school to Chicago. So we were there last week and we went to the Museum of Science and Industry and he's a history buff and we went on the U-boat like it was awesome we ate garrett popcorn we went to this place called do right chicken and donuts where they put the chicken in a donut no was (laughs) it tasty so i couldn't do that because i felt like that's just too sweet so i just had the regular chicken sandwich was which was amazing but here's what i did do i paired their old-fashioned donut Uh and then what i do is i take a bite of the chicken sandwich then a little bit of that donut and put it in my mouth and it was like 
my that's like my new favorite Chicago taste. It was so good to me. <laughs> How funny. Oh my gosh, I like so, want to plan this trip with Isn't one that of my so kids funny? So what Chicago. I so that's my current delight is just kind of seeing like, hey, where we're going and where can how can we bring a child and what kind of fun memory can we have? That's like so much fun to me. That's so fun to include them in the adventure part of it too. Yeah. So yeah. that is awesome. Well, Arlene, you are a treat. Thank you for all of your wisdom and for being with us today. Thank you so much, Stephanie. And if people go to my website, ArlenePelican.com, under quizzes, there's a quiz they can take, like, are you calm, cool, and connected? And you kind of find out where are you with your digital life. And you'll be like, I think I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to help you. We're going to help you. Don't worry. That's awesome. Well, thanks again, Arlene. All right, mamas. I don't know about you, but I loved Arlene's insight on this topic. Uh, One of the quotes from her book that I especially loved was this. She says, you don't have to ditch your phone, tablet, or computer to live a calm, cool, and connected life. You just have to treat your devices differently. Mm. Don't approach your phone casually or you will casually check it all of the time. Yep. It's so true. It hurts. That truth hurts. (laughs) It really does hurt. And I feel like that was one of my biggest take homes was just saying, like, what is my purpose for picking up my phone right now and asking that question to myself as often as I was am naturally picking it up is where I'm going to start making some changes. Yes, same. And one one thing that I really liked about um, in her book is how we change our our physical, like how our bodies are physically approaching our technology when our kids enter the room. So let's say we're on our laptops or checking our phones and suddenly our kid comes in the room, literally turning our bodies physically away from the device and to our children psychologically tells them you're my priority. Mm-hmm. And I've been implementing that and it's, it's, I, I know it's good for my kids, but also it's good for me to just be like, you know, there's nothing more important than this little person that just walked in the room. And I certainly don't want them to think that whatever I'm checking on my phone, whether And it might be important. It might be something for work, but I don't want them to assume that it's more important than them. And that's been a good takeaway for me too. Simple tip. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Arlene has some incredible tips. You'll definitely want to check out her book uh, and her other books because uh, she's got a lot more to say, not just about the subject, but a lot of helpful, practical insight just on life in general. Yeah. And she's a fantastic speaker. If you ever have the chance to hear her live, um, she'll have those dates posted on her website, ArlenePelicane.com. And we'll be linking to all this stuff in our, our show notes. But we, you know, have something to celebrate stuff, don't we? We sure do. Here in our network, a big happy birthday, double digit birthday shout out to Scottsdale Moms. What? Yes. Yay. Uh, Scottsdale Moms was our flagship site. The very first site that started uh, City Mom Collective. And so we're stopping to celebrate alongside of all of the women that have been a part of Scottsdale Moms over the past 10 years. So happy 10 year anniversary. years. 10 years. 10th birthday. That's so awesome. And they're my home my home city collective city mom collective site because they're right here in my backyard in Scottsdale, Arizona. So awesome. Very wow. happy for them. Yay. Well, that's it, mamas, for this episode of Just Add Sprinkles, celebrating motherhood. Until next time, don't forget to celebrate the big and little moments of motherhood and just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles, celebrating motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece.
If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.